0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of JD's Wildcat World. On this episode, we recap a monster performance and win against Marshall, and uh, the Cats look onto a top ten opponent as they play Miami on Tuesday night at 7:30, and uh, we'll get down to get into a little bit of a breakdown there as well. Uh, but before we get into it, I just wanted to thank everybody. Uh, for continue continuing to grow this podcast, listening, um, rating, and reviewing. Uh, we're available on Spotify and Apple. And, um, you know, as time goes on, um, I hope we eventually get an offer to be on Amazon Music and other platforms as well. Uh, thank you all for listening and um, continue to do what you're doing i hope you all are enjoying this podcast um i've got i get several messages during the week uh, talking about people enjoying it and uh talking with me during the games about the games and um, i really appreciate it it's a it's a good uh thing to do during the games and during the week as well and any questions you all have um i'll do my best to answer them so uh Let's get into it. Um, You know, I want to start off by saying that Friday night's game against Marshall, and I said this at the beginning of the year against Kansas too, the first half against Kansas, that that comeback we had there against Kansas was one of the most fun times I've had watching Kentucky basketball since probably De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. And Friday took the cake on that. I think Friday night, the all-around game, was just amazing um we just look like a team that i mean when we're playing like that who can stop us is my opinion like doing so many things right moving the ball well you know scoring it at will i'd like to see our defense get a little better but man it don't matter when you can drop 118 points on anybody i mean and um I'm super excited for, I continue to be. Um, AP poll just came out a little bit ago. And, uh, you know, the national media is starting to realize that the Cats are ranked too low. You know, coming in preseason number 16, way too low. I understand we don't have a big guy yet, but the disrespect was continuing. Um, You know, we had only, we dropped down one, went back up one. Now we're up to 12th. And uh, we host number eight Miami on Tuesday, and um, you know, that's chance. It's a prove it game for us, which I'll get. I'll get more into the Miami game um, as we go on. But first, I wanted to talk about Marshall and uh, the Cats win one eighteen to eighty two in a just all around awesome performance. Um, you know, put put up sixty nine points in the first half. That's that's insane. We struggled last year in several games to put up 69 points total. Um, you know, all those f- games in the 50s and low 60s were so boring and hard to watch. We would grind it out. And it's been that way for the last couple of years. And I I cannot be happier with this year's team because that's not how they play. They want to get at, get up and get after it. And props to Coach Cal for that, and props to this coaching staff. Uh, I think John Welch has been a key uh, to all this. Bringing him in, a fresh face. He knows what he's doing. He's game planning. He's scouting at an elite level, and uh, you know you're seeing the results. Um, I think that the cat. Uh, what, really, what impressed me the most, to be honest with you, DJ Wagner again, and back-to-back games had a great game against st joe's he's finally finding uh, his scoring ability that we all knew he had and uh i would love to see it he ended the game with 28 points super efficient 10 of 14 shooting two of five from three and even threw in five assists as well um dj's finding his groove uh just won sec freshman of the week this week and uh he definitely deserves it after the last two performances so i'm glad for dj um the only starter that wasn't in double figures was the Duthiero. He had six. Uh, Trey Mitchell with 18. Reeves 23, and Edwards had 10. Um, you know, Edwards is playing somewhat better. Still would like to get more out of him. He only played 21 minutes um, as we were up a lot throughout the like throughout the game. So did not have to press him. You know, when you have Reed and Rob playing as good as they are too, somebody's minutes are going to go down. Reed Shepard played 26 minutes. Rob played 24, and uh, you could tell Cal was also trying to get Jordan Burke Burke some work uh, while we were up by a lot. He had 14 minutes. You know, Rob continues to be my favorite player on this team. Um, Just the way he gets after it. He had 16 points, eight assists. I mean, he continues to just play awesome, get everybody involved. If his shot's there, he'll take it. He's really deadly in transition. He can pull up three. He can get to the rack. He can... Pull up mid range. I mean, he's got everything in his bag, and it's so fun to watch Rob cook. And uh, you know, Reed also Reed was on triple double watch. Honestly, twelve points, six assists, seven boards. Um, Could Reed get a triple double uh, at some point this year? Yeah, I think that's possible. You know, when you do when you do everything as well as Reed Shepard does, um, a triple double is definitely in the cards. But I just want to continue to praise these guys. I said, um, you know, at the when I started this podcast, I think in the first episode, I told everybody this podcast is. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything, but I'm not tearing these guys down uh, for their performance, and they have gave me no reason to. Even in the one loss against Kansas, our guys played awesome. Uh, they did as much as they could, trying to win. I think you re- you have that Kansas game in March. Or maybe even again right now, I think we win it. So, uh, especially when you add Aaron Bradshaw and Big Z in there by the end of the year, I think uh, we're in very good shape. I only shot 27 threes, which was a little shock to me. And uh, I say that and I'm thinking uh, mostly in the Cal era, that would be a big number. But this year or not, one of the lower numbers of the year, we made 16 of them though. That's the thing. These guys, they we just shoot it at an insane clip. Fifty nine percent from three, sixty percent overall shooting from the field. Um, just really got after it. It was a great game. I I expected a twenty five point win. Um, I definitely was confident in covering the spread. Shout out to everybody who made some money on that. Um, I I think uh, you know the spread was too low at eighteen and a half. Marshall just. They came off a, come off a long road trip. I, they came in here with a losing record. And, uh, you know, I think the Cats really took it to them. And that was great to see you. I, I said I wanted to see us get after it from the mo- moment it tipped off. You know, with these day-after-Thanksgiving games, you could understand them being a little bit rusty, but the Cats were not. They came out took care of business early, um, put them down early, and there really wasn't um, any more. Uh, opportunities for Marshall after that so I would like to see one thing I will critique a little bit I would like to see our defense get a little bit better uh, I don't like giving up 82 against Marshall but at the same time when you're playing as fast as we are and getting up the, up and down the floor at a insane rate you're going to give up points um and like I said when you score 118 it really don't matter how many you give up if you can score like that so um really just a great performance all the way around um i look forward to this uh miami game on tuesday i will be in attendance i'm so ready uh, this will be the first time since kansas last year that i go to a big time game at rup and uh you know last year Kansas got the win. Uh, I think this year's different. I think we can beat Miami. They they come in undefeated. They're 5-0, ranked eighth in the country. But, um, you know, I look at their schedule, and their best opponent has been Kansas State so far. Um, won that one by eight points. They were up by a ton at halftime, but let Kansas State uh, crawl their way back into it. Um, they were led in scoring by Nigel Pack, who played at Kansas State before coming to Miami. I think that's the main guy we need to be worried about, uh to be honest with you. Um he he's a very good guard, averaging 16 a the game. Their leading scorer is named Wooga. So I'm not sure how to say his last name, Poplar. that's my attempt. Uh they do have a little bit of size, um but we'll see if we can handle it. I think uh you know, they're they're similar in the way they play. Um, they are averaging eighty nine points a game. We're averaging like ninety three something 93 points something. They like to get up and down the floor. So, you know, this could be a shootout. Um, and you know, I expect it to be. But I think uh I think the cats are in pretty good shape to get this win and prove just prove again to the college wor- basketball world, you know, that we're legit. And um, you know, even without Bradshaw, as he has confirmed, he will not be playing, which I assume that since he did not get back for that Marshall game, I figured he would be out um, for this one. But um, we see what we can do. I I have high hopes. Um, Home game against Miami, a team we haven't played in a long time. Um, They are very well coached. Final Four team last year, I think the year before that, had a solid run, and, um, you know, it's a good opponent it's a, it's about as good as an opponent you can get for a home game in november so um gonna be a great challenge but i like the cats to win by a score of 91 to 82 i think the cats get a good solid nine point victory and uh, beat the hurricanes um mvp i think it's gonna have to be if we're gonna win this game i think we have got to have solid efforts from everyone Um, I think just like we are a pretty well-balanced team. It seems like this year, but, uh, I think that has to continue, but I think, uh, Antonio Reeves will lead the team in scoring and, uh, he'll hit several through pointers, get out there. Um, you know, this is going to be another game, uh, with the team with size. So we need a big game from Trey Mitchell. He's been playing great, been playing that really stretch big role very well, um, Hit a couple key shots against St. Joe's there at the end. So, we know Trey can do it. Um, I I expect him to do pretty good, too. So, I'm excited. If y'all can't tell, I'm excited about this team. It's so nice to have Kentucky basketball back playing at this level. And uh, I don't see us slowing down anytime soon. Um, You know, even if we do go out and lose against Miami, uh, that's no reason to get down on this team um they they have shown promise they continue to and uh the big wins will come but like i said I, i'm picking the cats to win and go to six and one and give miami their first loss of the season and uh, i will be in attendance to hopefully see that in person we need a big win i, I need to see a big win you know the last uh I, I went to the tournament games last year and saw us beat providence that was a big win but um big seeing big wins in rup it's been a while since i've been there in person so i would love to get this one and uh, beat the hurricanes so thank you all so much for listening um i hope you all are as excited about the cats as i am Um, it seems like that everybody around the fan base is and uh, thank you all for being on my facebook page and continuing to listen and supporting me, it means the world um and uh you know, just thank you and uh as always, go cats real quick before I hop off here. I wanted to give a quick shout out uh I know this podcast is mainly about Kentucky basketball, but I know we've got some Kentucky football fans as well that listen. I'm a huge Kentucky football fan in my own right uh this season has not gone as planned. But shout out to the Cats uh, for beating the Dirty Birds. We're, we're not even allowed to say that name on our podcast. But thank you, Cats, for getting a good top 10 win on the road against the red team down the road. Um, a huge win and uh, very proud um, to say that was the wildest thing that happened on Saturday, uh, what is a little bit of a misleading headline. I wanted to get into uh, – the coach stoops thing just for a minute um and you know if you if you're not a kentucky football fan you can go on past this but i want to talk about it for a minute um wild night saturday um you know news started breaking around 11 o'clock or so uh, that coach stoops was going to be the man at texas a&m and uh you know i had heard that he was pretty much gone um had heard that um he was going and um you know obviously something changed in an hour or so um there's rumors going around to what that is and uh my belief is i'm just giving you my opinions here this is all my opinions um i think that one it's came out that the board was gonna be against stoops uh being hired there i 100 percent believe that um, I also think, uh unlike some media outlets uh that are in this state, I think the fan backlash had a little bit to do with it. Um, you know, not only um uh, from A and M side but Stoops' side. You know, if you you think he's underappreciated here, go there and go seven and five. That job, you know, he's getting fired. So, you know, I think all those things are at play. Um I think as a fan base we need to really think about it and uh stop acting like uh that he wouldn't be gone if it wasn't for uh, the board and the fans. I think he would have been uh, to be honest with you. I think uh that it was just it was ready to happen. Um I, but you know, main reason being NIL opportunities. Texas A&M has the most NIL in the country. And uh, that is something that the cats have to step up. Kentucky as a university has got to step up the NIL. They're doing better, but uh, we got to keep keep growing if we want to be competitive, especially in football. So um, I'm glad Stoops is still here. I'm glad he is staying. I think he's the right guy for this program. Um, You know, the last two years have not gone gone to plan, Um, but hopefully we bounce back next year. And, uh, you know, the SEC just gets harder. So we're going to have to be more competitive and uh, get better than we have been the last two years. But I'm a Stoops guy. I have been since day one when he said he was going to bring our football program to national prominence. And uh, I think he's done that. He's definitely dug us out of a huge hole we were in when he got here. And uh, all my respect to Coach Stoops and the staff. I'm glad they're all staying. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens next year um you know see what qb we get out of the portal i've heard liam cohen has already handpicked a guy um we will see if that is that happens uh if it's who i'm thinking about but um i'm very excited for the future of kentucky football so i know this is a kentucky basketball pod but i just want to throw that in there and uh, i'll end with saying go cats and uh go beat miami thank you guys for listening